What's up everybody? It's me again, Robert, the real estate guy back with another episode of the Up Down Real Estate Podcast. And I didn't do an episode last week. I just got busy, didn't have enough time, and um, just couldn't get around to doing it. So I'm back this week, and coincidentally, this episode is about the excuse of not having enough time to do stuff. You know, basically, I'm going to be a hypocrite here and do an episode about running out of time after just saying I didn't do an episode last week because essentially I I ran out of time. But what really got me thinking about this idea of time and, uh, you know, managing time and things like that was I was on the treadmill last week just listening to some episodes of different speakers, motivational speakers and, and different things. And one of the guys that came on and now in retrospect, I can't even remember who it was. But they were asking the question, you know, if if you could do your life over again, like if you could go back and, and, and make different decisions based on the circumstances that you've already lived through, in that fake world, in that theoretical world, do you think your life would end up better than it actually is now? Like if you could go and redo those choices and decisions again, would you be better off now? And... Predominantly, people, whenever they are asked that question, will say yes. So, as I'm on the treadmill, I'm thinking about this, and I start wondering, well, why? Why is that that people will think that about this other world that will never actually exist, that will never be true? Why is it that we give more credibility to our decisions in that world than we do in the one that we actually live in, in the one that we can actually make decisions and have things happen. Why are we looking at that other one and having more hope in that one that things turn out better than we do in the real life one? And I think a lot of it is, whether people want to admit it or not, their current lives are full of regret and remorse in some way. Now that's not to say regret and remorse in like some massive way, like man, I really wish in my life I would have XYZ'd whenever I ZYX'd and I regret it massively. A lot of people, if you ask them, hey, do you regret anything in in your life? No regrets. I got no regrets about my life. But I guarantee that if you ask them that same question, well, what if you could do your life over again? Do you think that you could do it better? They're going to say yes. But the regrets that I'm talking about here, the remorse that I'm talking about, it's small incremental regrets. It's these little regrets of of doing small things, not necessarily in the best way. But we don't calculate those things as regret and remorse. We don't look at those as mistakes because they're so small. You know, you you break up with the, the special boy or girl that you shouldn't have broke up with. That's something that you measure. That's something that takes a toll overall. You may look back in 20 years and remember that moment. But your inability to create a decent time schedule for yourself or make good decisions about these small things on a day in and day out basis, you're never gonna remember them down the road. And part of that's because you forget them almost immediately. You chalk it up to, well, I just didn't have enough time today to do whatever it was. You chalk it up to, little minuscule things like it doesn't matter but in reality it actually does because they all add up so yes i believe you in that other life you you could do much better 
You could do much better than you're doing in this one. I doubt it, but it's possible. The problem is the difference between the two lives is you because you're looking at that other one and you don't see the effort needed to make it happen because you don't see it in your current life. Why would you see it in a different life if you can't see the, the, how much effort matters in your current life? Does that make sense? I mean, what is it about this other you that makes you think it's going to be better than the one of you that actually exists now? It's probably not going to be. Because you refuse to accept that these small incremental regrets that we have in our lives, these little, these little tiny minuscule mistakes that we don't log, that we don't keep track of, you're not going to keep track of them in the other life either. The refusal to do that in this current life is going to carry over into that other life. So while I'm thinking about time, you know, this idea of, of running out of time, I did this, I did this exercise a couple months ago and it was kind of eye-opening. It was very simple, but it was very, very eye-opening. And essentially what it was, was they said, okay, no, write down how many hours a night you sleep. Like on a best case scenario, what, what do you see yourself as sleep? You know, what do you need? What do you want? Now for me, I could sleep 12 hours straight and have zero problems sleeping 12 hours. Problem is from a productivity level, that's a horrible way to go. So for me, I feel like if I can get six hours of sleep a night, that's enough to get what I need and still have a lot of time to be productive. So for me, I'm taking six hours a day, right? Now, let's say I work 10 hours a day. Well, on a 24-hour day, if I subtract 16, if I'm subtracting my sleep time and my work time, 24 minus 16 is eight. Eight hours a day is what I would in theory have left over to accomplish things that I want to accomplish. So what is your number? Are you needing to sleep 10 hours? Do you need to sleep eight, six, whatever it is? And how many hours a day are you working? For me, what's left over is the number eight. If you, if you multiply eight times one week's worth, eight times seven for me ends up being 56. God, I hope that math is right. <laughs> you know, I'm no multiplication master, but I think that's 56. So as things currently stand, between sleep, between work, I've still got 56 hours a week available to me. So the question is, can I get a lot of stuff done in those 56 hours? And I know you've got to shower and eat and spend some family time, etc., etc. So let's get rid of half of that, of my 56. So instead of 56, I've got... <laughs> Uh, 28, right? Took me a second to think of it. 28 extra hours a week per month. If you're taking four weeks a month, 28 times four is a lot. I'm not going to even attempt it. It's like 90 something. I don't know. It's got to be 90 something. So what I have, what I've realized is that if you actually take, um, take responsibility for your time management. If you take responsibility for those things where you chalked up to, well, those are small, minuscule mistakes, and it, it doesn't even count. If you take control of those things and you actually figure out the math be behind your time, you're going to be surprised at what you actually have 
available at your disposal to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. You know, that other life that you said, boy, I, wish, I bet if I did it like that, it'd be way different. This is the key to doing it in your actual life. Taking responsibility and control of your hours. I mean, for me, if I have 25 extra hours a week and I know that, man, I'm going to start thinking I can actually do that stuff in this life. I can actually make those great decisions and have the great outcomes in this life. If I have 100 extra hours a month and that's after I eat and work and sleep, it's pretty incredible what those numbers add up to. Now, here's what starts to happen, though. Here's the problem. Netflix is the problem. This is speaking to myself. Social media is the problem, speaking to myself. These things are the problem. You know, we looked at the other life like somehow there were, the key was just because it was different. But ultimately, the key is the things we are already holding on to and already possess that we are just wasting away on. TV, Netflix, Facebook, these are the difference. You know, you look at the other life, we're not inserting Facebook into that other life, so it's easy to say how much better it would be. We're not putting on Netflix into that other life whenever we think about it, because it would totally ruin it. It would be done. Look, the reality of it is, is that the key to making these things happen in your life sits in front of you. The problem is, is most of us aren't willing to manage our own lives. Our lives are put together by time. That's all it is. It's, a, it's an amount of time we have from the time we're born until we croak. That's all life is. And yet we refuse to manage it. So that at some point we are looking back going, boy, I bet I could have done stuff a lot better, but you know what? Here's why it would never be is because you would still refuse to manage your time. Instead, you're letting the time manage you. And you can never, ever win. You'll never, ever get the things that you think you can have if you are not managing your own life, i.e. your time. So now in retrospect, me saying that I ran out of time last week to do my podcast eh, doesn't, doesn't sound as sound as it did maybe whenever I was thinking about it last week. But that's, you know, I've looked, I'm a very retrospective person, introspective, whatever it is. You know, when you look inside of yourself, I do that a lot. I think a lot. And I look back at my life, and man, how easy is it to blame the things that are happening to me as the reason why I am not getting the outcomes that I want or feel like I need or feel like I deserve. But at the same time, I'm looking back at that stuff and thinking, maybe if I had managed my time better, maybe if I had managed my life better, things would have been better. Then all of a sudden, those outcomes start looking like that invisible, imaginary world that we were talking about earlier. Maybe the real-life outcomes become that. Because that's the difference, is that once you're willing to manage your time, then those things that you wish for yourself 
get a little bit closer to grabbing. All right. Hey, thank you guys again so much for hanging out with me again. I appreciate you guys that are sending me those emails and, and uh, you know, be patient with me. Sometimes it takes me a little bit to get back with you, but I'll make sure I will answer back. If you want to send me a question or a comment or a concern, you can do so old school. Send me an email, robert at chooserobert.com, C-H-O-O-S-E-R-O-B-E-R-T. Or if you want to connect with me over on Instagram, the handle is a real estate guy, all one word. And do me a favor, if you haven't already, if you've enjoyed this episode or this podcast in general, subscribe, leave me a, a nice little rating or bad rating, be honest, whatever it is you think it is. The more, the more people we get to subscribe and get to you know, spread the word helps, helps expand this conversation. So that's it. Again, thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. I'll see you next week. Go be awesome.